I'm really bad at estimation, actually. actually. Wait, really? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did the cord just touch your toes? No. Oh, I thought that's why you looked at me funny. No, I was thinking about estimation. Uh, no, I can, okay, so, like, if you're, like, what's 200 plus 77? I don't know, whatever. Like, number estimation, I can do, but yeah. if I'm in a room full of people, I'm, like, there could be seven people or 8,000 people in this Oh, room. I think that's really hard. I can't, like, a group of things, I can't estimate. No. Literal math, yeah, but I guess that's not really the point of estimation. No. But also kind of. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit, I'm okay with, big numbers are hard, but like, yeah, because of my job, I can walk into a room and be like, "Eh, it's about 10 to 12 kids in here. I'd be like, there's either, there's zero to 100 babies. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not sure how many there are. No, because literally, like I have to like, or I have to like count a quadrant and be like times four. (laughs) I can't estimate. Okay, but that's, I feel like that's estimation. That's true. Like a quadrant times four. That's true. I just feel like, I feel like our, other people maybe have the ability to be Not like. Not me. I was immediately like, that's 16. Why would that be 16? A quadrant? <laughs> Four quadrants is 16 always. <laughs> always. Okay, so this is going to be like really uh, nerdy. But there was this, okay, so I follow this American Girl meme account page. I started following them because they're you. pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they posted this, um, like, four-quadrant graph plane with all of the, Amer- like, classic American Girl dolls headshots on them or whatever. Headshots. <laughs> Pictures of their head. A shot of their head. And then it was, like, you know how people do, like, chaotic good to chaotic evil? Like, it kind of... But there were four... There were six labels on a four-quadrant axis. I was like, what sixth dimension... Does the American Girl Doll <laughs> meme account know about that I don't, that physicists don't know about? You should memes? submit that to, um, I follow this account on Twitter called Graph Crimes, where they just post, oh my God, like, bad yeah. graphs. Because I looked at it for so long, I'm like, why are there six labels for a four quadrant, there's, it's a quadrant. There's four. That's not a sextrant. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Certainly back to when you said headshots. Yeah. I want professional back shots. <laughs> <laughs> Just pictures of my back me close up and all my moles. I bought lube today on my uh school sponsored outing at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see you buy the lube? Um I was on my way to the lube and Spencer's and passed a group of my own students and was like <laughs> who cares? I mean okay so I went through that too. I was like Literally, it, what the fuck does it matter? Like, Don't apologize for what your body For needs. going into the back of Spencer's. But it's not even that I'm like, oh, I care that they know I bought lube. It's just that I'm like, you know, in a position of power. And like, it's always weird to do a vulnerable thing. Specifically oh, yeah. surrounding lube. It, yeah. So it's not even and that it was, it was like lube. And it was like maybe a school-sponsored event, too. And it was a school it wasn't like you went into Spencer's no. and a group of, like, I fully children be... happened to be not no. children. <laughs> yeah, so I was, like, in Spencer's and I was like, oh, I'm just looking at the apparel. <laughs> oh, my God, I happened upon the lube. Oh, what's back here? That happens to be on my grocery list. Oh. I should pick it up while I'm here. Okay, because it has it on my grocery list for a really long time. I just have not. Did you research this? I feel like this is something you lube? research. Yeah, and, like, pick a... Mm. 
Not really. I mean, okay, so I've seen... I'm light research. Wasn't it you true. who told me about, like, oil versus water-based? And, like, you know things about that? Okay, so I do know a little bit about oil. Okay. But not extensive research. Not about, like, brands and stuff. But, yeah, that, like, some types of lube, like, don't work well with, like, silicone toys or different types of toys and stuff. And, like, I obviously don't want any, like, flavors or, like, perfumes and stuff. No. Uh, so, yeah, I just go for water-based. When I got my HS diagnosis... Yeah. They told you to lube it up. They told me I'm only allowed to use, like, Vaseline. As lube? Yeah. Can you put Vaseline on condoms? I think. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of baby oil. I don't know. You can't put baby oil on, on condoms because it'll disintegrate them. Either way, lucky for me. Okay, but I just feel like Vaseline <laughs> wouldn't work in your your vajussy. It's, I mean, it's an oil. It's yuck. Yeah, but, like, if you put it in your hands and, like, warmed it up, maybe... It's not like cocoa butter or like coconut oil. Like it's not gonna thin. It's gonna be thick. <laughs> Listen, I didn't. You haven't tried it out yet. No, I want you to try it out. I got a wet ass pussy. I don't need that. Ugh, blue tomato. I think you should try it anyway, for I, safety's sake. I don't. Cause what about the day you need it? You've never tried it, and you're like, oh my god, I've never tried it. You could try it today. <sighs> That's a wild thing for them to recommend. And also, why don't we have? <laughs> Like Vaseline, I want to flavored Vaseline brand lube. I, maybe there is. They're probably under the umbrella. Yeah, it's called Vaseline. No, I want specifically not just Vas. <laughs> like I just can't. I don't like that. I, I don't like it. <laughs> it's so thick. I don't like it. Yeah, but like think about it. Like if you needed to take like a ring off your finger, like you could use Vaseline. It would make it slippery enough. But your finger isn't an orifice. No, but you can put your finger in an orifice. The, I feel ring, like the, the ring is the orifice that your finger is in. So here's what I'm imagining. Okay. Right? Imagine someone has a loose tooth. And you're <laughs> like, oh, I can't get the tooth out. Let me lube it up with some Vaseline. How well would Vaseline work in your mouth hole? Are you putting lube on your mouth? No, but is your mouth not in similar what to your circumstance would you need? I'm just saying like that's what I'm imagining, right? The same type of like, it's internal wet flesh. As your mouth. No, because your mouth is always wet. Your pussy is not always wet. That's true. You know? So I don't think we can equate the two. I'm freaked out by it. But you'll have to let me know how it goes. We can circle back. Should you think of a better... Have to let... Well, you just gotta try it out, honestly. (laughs) I don't even need to keep thinking of things. I just need you to... I'll update you. Slather something... I, yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm imagining? It's like a Costco-sized tub of Vaseline with just like a hole in the middle because you just like dunked a dildo into it. Or a penis. You would need a deep Vaseline. Okay, that's why I said Costco-sized. Or, better yet, (laughs) you know how in the summer sometimes people have a a stick of butter specifically for their corn because they put the corn on top and then they spin Mm -hmm. it around? Okay. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Open air Vaseline in like a shape of a like a butter stick and you just spin the penis. I guess if it's on a person it doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> you can spin it around you can spin it around the penis. <laughs> I'm just imagining like here, fuck this Vaseline before you fuck me. <laughs> like That's what 
the doctors told oh you to do. Oh my god. I know my aunt was reading it and she starts laughing. She's like, I think we should give this to all your sexual partners. I was like, leave me alone. I mean, vaginal health is very important. <laughs> I recently compared my own vagina to a white person's lips. You know, like we all have different <laughs> things going on. You ever heard someone call their coochie a coin purse? No. Yeah, I feel like it's an old term. Because I don't spare, I don't store spare change in that motherfucker. They'd be like, oh yeah, my coin purse. <laughs> and adds a whole third meaning. No. They shake hard enough, does loose change come out? Like, I don't get I it. I mean, I think it's for like old and biddies. And a candy wrapper. <laughs> I think it's for old biddies. So yeah, maybe. The moon is bright. We're in a new recording location. Oh yeah, let's, um... Because actually, let me put that onto my get into this list because I have so many friggin' thoughts. We haven't talked in approximately 47 years. Me and you. Because um, we decided that we don't talk unless we're monetizing it and this isn't even monetized. <laughs> <laughs> unless so, someone's yes. going to pay us to talk. So we moved locations on account of we're trying to up our audio quality. If it hasn't gotten better, don't say anything. <laughs> okay, well... Last week we tried the mic for the first time. We did. And we really thought that that was going to do something for us. Apparently And make a, it better. There's and other steps. I'm not sure it did what we thought it was going to do. I mean, I think we didn't know enough to make it do what it needed I to do. I think we went into the microphone just like we went into the podcast. Yeah. Zero I'm research, a, zero I'm ideas get it. about it's it. It's going to be good. It's going to happen. I'm not going to have to learn anything else. <laughs> I'll have to gain no new skills. And that's what it is. But yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Maya. Hi, I'm Angela. And this is Niche Days. Welcome back. Talk niche to me, Angela. Oh, yeah. I forget about that one. But I remembered identities today and I do have an identifier, so... Okay, do you want to jump straight into identifiers? Um, yeah. Do you want me to go first? Since um, I never go first? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. My name is Angela. My pronouns are they, them. And today I identify as perfect slash born this way. Ah! <laughs> and I know that's really annoying. No. But recently I was hate crimed and someone was transphobic to me, but I was really, when I got done like processing and being sad, I realized like at no point did I think to myself like, oh, I should change the way I am or change the way I present myself or change anything about me. Like, no, I'm perfect. I was born perfect and it's going to be okay. Don't be a drag. Don't be a queen. I don't remember the rest of the song. Don't Don't be be a drag. drag, Just be a queen. And then, oh no, I've been listening too much to a man podcast. I almost went straight (gasps) into their their theme song. Um, Hey Babe with Krista Stefano and some other man. Do you remember that TikTok song sound that went around that was like, Tupperware? Say it again. Tupperware. So just the first, just the oh, first syllable. Oh yeah. Tub. Wrong. That's them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Weren't mm-hmm. they from, from um, code. boy code? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Man code. Yes, guy code. Oh, guy code. <laughs> boy code. <laughs> I like boy code. I, yeah, I knew it wasn't right when it came out, but. But yes, I almost went into that, but. Um, yeah, I think perfect is a great descriptor. Yeah. Perfect, you're perfect just the way you are. I'm perfect just the way I am. It falls right into a Bruno Mars song. And I also figured out that we can add songs to the pod. Just the way you are. You better. So, did you purposefully reference Lady Gaga, or was that like a happy coincidence? Purposefully. 
Um, I remember we had her first CD. No, oh, yeah. I Paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah, I had that CD, and it was phenomenal. And Boys, Boys, Boys is still, like, possibly Ooh. my favorite Lady Gaga song. Her first song, what was it? I want to take a ride on your disco stick. Don't think too that's much. That's my favorite Lady Gaga I song. I feel like that's, like, Akon is responsible for that in some oh, way, but I may it. not be right. Because the way that I was singing, I have vivid memories of singing that on the pool deck at the public pool when I was, like, 11, being like, I'm a raunchy bitch. Like, I didn't get it. I was like, disco stick. I was like, yeah, you're disco stick. Mm-hmm, get it? Am I, I think that's a much better euphemism for a penis than anything I've ever heard. I remember Lady Gaga, I, I don't know if it was like VMA performance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what performance it was. But when Lady Gaga cross-dressed... For you and I. With this, okay, you and I go. Um, you and I go so stupid. Hard. It um, goes dumb. But when I saw Lady Gaga cross dressing, first of all, I didn't know it was Lady Gaga. Second of all, <laughs> I felt that immediately. In that my five, soul, I was like, oh. That four for 11 man is turning me on. Literally, and then I was like, it's Lady Gaga. And I am li- still in. Yeah, and I think I want to cross dress now. And I didn't tell anybody. I do think that she really was, she was that girl. Yeah. Every red, every single. She was a freak. And every like, red carpet, every performance, people were talking about it. Oh, yeah. She was giving everyone and she queer was a awakening. Freak. Like, calculated or not. Like, I yeah. don't care she was if her record label was responsible for it, if yeah. she was that much of a freak. Like, I don't give a shit. It was giving. Honestly. And she was giving both of us queer awakenings. I know. She was giving a lot of people queer awakenings, and that's why we're all like... As an ally. <laughs> so this week we had a trip planned for our students, and we drove them around all over town and stuff. And so I was driving a rented minivan. Oh yeah, how was that? Uh, it was good. One of the students who shot... Who sat... Who shot... <laughs> shot... No. Who sat shotgun with me in the minivan had, like, extreme driving anxiety that she told me on day two. Because I was like, well, that makes sense why you keep checking my blind spot every time I, you know, so much as hit the brake. Like, oh, I do that. She was, like, on it. Uh, and so, but, yeah. So it was fine, but I was trying to figure out what, like, what music I would play in the car and stuff because it was uh, two American students and f- three international students. And... Uh, I also am not just trying to put on the radio. I'm not trying to put on the clean version. I'm still trying to put on stuff I like, you know? And I kind of, like, I played, like, Doja Radio. I played some other stuff. And nothing had been, like, a universal song yet, even though I was trying to find something, you know, that maybe everyone could jam to. And today, on the last day, when I only had two students of the five in my car, Lady Gaga Bad Romance came on. And one of the students goes... And I had skipped it because I was like, I don't want to listen to this. And he, I was like, oh, we can turn it back. And I turned it back. And he was like, no, I just, like, I knew that song. Aww. And he's from, uh, where is he from? Ecuador. Ecuador. And I was just like, oh my God, period. Rah, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> you were like, rah, 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 ah, ah, run it back. <laughs> so I played Bad Romance for him. It was sweet. That's funny. I know. That's really cute. It was so cute. My cousin, when she was little, had trouble with some of her words, as children do. 
And one time she turned to her dad and she was like, Dad, don't shit in my share. And we were like, <laughs> don't worry, sis. <laughs> Nobody's going to shit in your share. So now, like, sometimes my family will just turn to each other and be like, <laughs> when I go to the bathroom, don't shit in my share. <laughs> That's really cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I sometimes I'll think about, like, what... The weird things, I don't know if there's a word for them, like the weird cultural phenomenons around like, what do you say when you don't want someone to take your seat when you go to the bathroom or something? Well, that in your family. Do you quack quack? It, I learned that at Bed North in high school. I never did that before. I think quack quack is so fucking stupid. If you get up and I want to sit down, what is a you quack lost quack? your chair. What's a quack quack? Quack quack seat back or some bullshit. Quack quack spot back. I was said seat back. So you get up and you go quack quack seat back. So that w- nobody can take your chair, or like they have would. to give it back when you come back. And then someone would, and inevitably it'd be like, oh, I said quack quack, and they'd right. be like, Well, I'm literally sitting here right now. I I was always the person that was like, I'm literally sitting here right now, so like eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You're annoying. <laughs> I don't know if there's any another one. Oh, I recently I was talking to my friends who are from Detroit said, um. Blah, blah, blah. And then someone cut me. In line? Well, yes. Oh. But, okay, that's how I just said, like, someone cut me. Because, like, I don't think that's weird. And they were like, with scissors? With a knife? And I was like, no, in line. And they were like, I would never just say, someone cut me. It would always end in, in line. And I was like, is that weird? No, I just think it's a very elementary thing to say. And I think if you're not around kids a lot... You wouldn't think of it, right? Because, like... Yeah. But if I say you cut me in line... Would, like, you cut me, and I'd be like, get your ass back in line. Well, yeah. It was context. But, yeah. I was like, I agree. Weird. I don't know. Or budge. Or budge. I hate budge. What are you, a fucking... I think that was a specifically Bettendorf thing. I don't think I... budged me. They budged me. They budged in front of me. You gonna go tell your fucking mommy? Like, you budged me. You budged me. Okay, you little bitch. I don't... Us as 14 year olds. Okay, you little bitch. <laughs> like, what? I go to work with children almost every day. Okay, you little bitch. Alright, you good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maya. Uh, my pronouns are she and her. I am a fat, black, femme lesbian. And today, I identify as a big fucking deal. So ours are kind of in line. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like, um, a big deal because, I don't know, I just feel like, mm, becoming into, like, being proud of myself and, like, recognizing that I have a lot to offer. You do. And you know? I agree. You're a big fucking deal. Oh, I just thought of one that I wanted to add but didn't. Um, I'm also cool. <laughs> you are cool. A lot of people who have told me I'm cool within, like, the last week, and by a lot, I mean two. And, uh. I'm like, okay, per. Yeah. I guess. My therapist called me cool, and I was like, wow. That's something I've identified as for a very long time. Like, I, it took a while, but, like, once I came into it, I'm like, oh, I'm cool as fuck. Like, I like, you bitches are lame. I'm cool as shit. I just, it's still kind of, like, weird. Like, I now identify as other people think I'm cool. Like, but it's still kind of weird for me to be like, I'm cool. But it's also, like... 
It doesn't matter if you're cool to anybody else. As long as one person thinks you're cool, then you're cool. Well, yeah, and, like, it's not the same as, like, I don't know, cool always gets, like, contextualized as, like, in school and, like, popular. And, yeah, like, like, popular. And it's not the same. But it's not popular, yeah. No, and also, I can be popular and cool as an adult, and it can look completely different and I knew a lot than of, it did as a child. I know a lot of uncool popular people. Exactly. We're mm-hmm. cool as fuck. Yeah. I'm cool as shit. My I say that all the time. Called me cool. <laughs> <laughs> my therapist called me cool, and my boss called me cool, um, because one of my coworkers has a non-binary child who they brought into the office because they like for she forgot something in her office, and their kid was like, "Hey, I brought my sketchbook. Can I show you every picture I've ever drawn, oh, yeah. one by one?" Uh huh. And I was like, "Yeah, well." I was in my office, and someone knocked, and they were like, hey, do you have a second? And I was like, I'm at lunch. I genuinely was like, I, no. And they are like, oh, it's so-and-so's kid. And I was like, okay, cool. I've got time for the queer youth. Right. Always. <laughs> I'm like, if you want me to chit-chat about a meeting, you can go to hell. If you want me to talk to an adult, you can get fucked. But I will talk to the queer youth, yes. Absolutely. And they sat, and they flipped through their whole sketchbook, and they're, like, really talented. It was really cool. And they told me about all the anime and stuff. And that's really sweet. And they like, so they're white and Jewish, but they also draw like they drew like all these people of color and really well. And I was like, oh my god, look at you being well rounded from the start. And they're so sweet and so cool. And then they kept being like, and this is a drawing of me and my friend. And it was a drawing of these two, you know, as like they were like as their avatars. So I was like these two like anime characters like cuddled up with like hearts around them. And I was like, oh, okay. And then. Your friend. A little bit more, and this is that same friend. <laughs> We're kissing. <laughs> anyway. This is my roommate. And then like, it's like, shut up. And then it's like seven pictures of them and this friend later. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, oh yeah, this is a, this is a different friend too. And it's just like a standalone drawing of one person. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you didn't. We feel two different types of way about these different friends, don't we? Friends. I was just like, huh, you didn't draw the other friend like this. And they were like, blush. They're like 12. It was oh, so, so freaking cute. cute to see them just like have a crush and drawing well too. This like That's fan really art of them sweet. and their friend. I don't think I have any queer youths. I've been hanging out with the school age kids more. I don't think I have any queer youths. They might be queer youths before you even know. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't have any hourly queer youths. Yeah. I don't know. I had some hourly queer youths at my other elementary program. That's true. So. They're getting queerer, younger, and younger. Get with it, gays. <laughs> <laughs> Start making your kids gay. I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like... Straighties. I have a lot of things going on, and I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, and so I feel like a big deal. You are a big deal. <laughs> Would you like to start content consumed, or would you like me to? I think I would like you to. Um, okay, so, I put a lot of shit, actually. But, first... Surprise. Surprise! All I do is avoid my own thoughts. Um, the first is this album by Lizzie McAlpine called Give Me a Minute. It is very, I would say, dreamy, dreary, and gloomy. Like... Think if a TikTok girly made the soundtrack for Twilight today. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It sounds cool. You have to send it to me. Yeah. It's really good. I and really like sad-ass music. I don't like sad shit, but I like sad-ass music. 
That's sad shit, bestie. I know. I like a sad ass, like a fucking like, oh. I love sad as hell. Yeah, and like, we should normalize talking about sad shit. Not even like trauma, but like, once I was talking to, maybe this was out of work, lol. I was talking to some people at work at my old job, and I was like, they brought up Billie Eilish, and I was like, oh yeah, her music is so good when you want something sad. Yeah. And they are like, bug-eyed, like, oh. No, okay, so... You feel sadness? Um, I went, when I went to see Jason Isbell with my uncle and then my mom, mm-hmm. um, someone wrote, an, like, I was reading an article about him, and someone was like, Jason Isbell makes sad songs just for the sake of being sad. And I was like, yeah. And like, yeah. he just makes the saddest fucking music, and I am in love with it. I'm also in love with heartbreak music, because I think that's also mm-hmm. a love song, you know? Yeah. Like... That's a love song, too. For sure. Yeah, and I feel like people don't look at it that way. I guess I haven't ever thought of, like, heartbreak music as, like, a subgenre. You know what I mean? Oh, I have, like, a heartbreak playlist, and, like, I always think, like, these are the best love songs. Like, a heartbreak song, like, a breakup song is the best kind of love song. And actively in love song, what are you going to play? All of You by John Lennon? John Mayer? <laughs> because I hesitated because I was like, I can't remember. And then I was like, no, it's definitely Lennon. <laughs> and then I was like, Mayer? <laughs> what are you going to do? Stand up for Yoko Ono? Which, <laughs> possibly, I might. What are you gonna do? Did you know John Mayer dated Jessica Simpson? I think vaguely in the recesses of my... Oh, you are you were e, a pop star girly. My E True Hollywood News yeah. days. Yeah, that that mm. reawakened something. Else. I had no idea. He dated. He is the OG. He used to Harry Styles. He used to hang out at her house with her par- like her parents' house, without her to try and get her back. Uh-huh. He's a bad person. He, oh, I hate him. He's the OG. What they try to make Harry Styles be like? Oh, he's a man slut. Which yeah, is, he's a slut slut. He's a whore. He's a whore. Well, and he's like a manipulator. He's not just a whore. He's really I can a respect a whore. Like, if you just want to sleep around, that's cool. I mean, that's what Taylor Swift fans did to Harry Styles. Ugh. Like, oh my god. He existed after she dated him. Nah. Nah. Swiftie. Nah. Swiftie for life. Swizzle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the Y'all Gay podcast. Did you like it? That you recommended and said I would hate. I did like it, and I've listened to all of the episodes, even the one this week. I haven't listened to those weeks mm-hmm. yet. I think it's like a throwback. Like, they go back to, like, Christmas, so I don't really know what Weird. what happened with that. I think they have a pretty, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I feel like they recorded, like, well before they released. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think they've been recording for a long time. That makes sense. Because I, I was like, why I, are you talking about... Christmas. And good for them. In March. Um, yeah, yeah, I love them. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I I really liked it from the get-go. I mean, I am a little put off by Southern accents. I love a Southern accent. Like, I don't know, I understand maybe it's something I need to work on as a human being, but I am really, I was like, oh my god, (laughs) grow up. Like, I don't, (laughs) I would, I don't know. So, I do really like both of the comedians. I can't tell them apart yet. I don't know which one's which. I don't know whose pronouns are which. I don't know whose name is which. The deeper southern accent, the person who sounds like they're gonna spit out the chew. Yeah. 
Allie. Allie. And Allie She, her. She, her. Ever. Ever. They, them. Yes. Yeah. Ever talks about their top surgery, too, so. Mm-hmm. In this one. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I don't always know what they're talking about, but I do. That's not always why I listen to podcasts anyway, so I really enjoy it. And they're very funny. Uh, I started re-listening to the Allusionist podcast, which is by a Australian linguist, and the episodes are like 15 to 30 minutes. They're so short, I despise it. But she gets so granular about words, like disgustingly granular about etymology and usage and everything and spelling and pronunciation and all. It's amazing. It's everything. So I recently listened to the I'm Sorry episode. I'm sure that really fucks for you. Oh, it goes so hard. Which yeah. is why I'm at it's 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Talk for three hours. Do I they don't... have a good backlog? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like hundreds of episodes. Cool. Mm-hmm. You'd be all right. I just want to keep going on a subject, especially because she brings in other specialists. Like, she brought in two people who, like, um, specialize in apologies and public apologies and what makes a public apology effective and what makes it ineffective and how you can take responsibility and provide reparations and how the word, like, uh, think changes an apology from sincere to insincere. I feel like what makes a really nice sincere apology is, um, when you get on your phone and you open up the notes app, I think that's really a good way to do it. Okay, because my apology language is a, like a 17-minute YouTube. Oh, with like a couple tears? With a couple cuts and then one singular tear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I kind of like it when they like there's so much crying that you can't really understand them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. how, how do you feel about like a, you know, like a TikTok dance sob with a with a caption above? The sob really takes me out of it. That's true. Like, you're not even hitting the well right. Like, yeah. you, you have to apologize for that again You still gotta stay on beat. <laughs> And that's what they're apologizing for in the first place. So. Is that they have no rhythm. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was really interesting. And I really like that podcast. And word nerd for a minute. Um, elude, allude, and elude are all three different words that are practically the goddamn same. Okay, so let me give you. Yeah. A, E, and I. Like I would allude to. With an A, E, or an I. Mm. I. No. Oh. Elude. To, like, avoid. Evade. With a... E? Yeah. I don't know what the a yeah. third... I don't have so, a third definition. She says it really specifically. It's illusionist with an A. Is to, like, reference. Okay. Elude. Like, to elude the police with an E. Yeah. Is to get away from or avoid. Mm-hmm. And elude with an I is, like, illusion. So That's to what like I thought. Mis- okay, yeah. So like to mystically mm-hmm. pretend, yeah. So okay, so I really got into the what is it called? Storied PBS channel on YouTube. Oh, I bet that's it nice. Fucks. It's like fifteen to twenty-five minute video essays by fucking PBS people, and it's like mm-hmm. very uh. Maybe, like, poorly funded. (laughs) So, like, they're obviously very smart and very well-researched, but the video itself is not anything super special. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, maybe, like, some iMovie type shit. They're gonna be like, I spent hours on this. Uh, But it's really... I like it a lot. Yeah. 
And it, yeah, you know, but we can fund Marvel movies, so go off. Because literally, we can fund the Batman. Also, I'm mad that it's called the Batman, and that people are. I like that it's it called that. the Batman. It should also be called the Walmart, the Goodwill. <laughs> there goes my Southern. It jumped out. The Goodwill. The Goodwill. Uh, so I watched the Byronic Hero on that channel, and popular words invented by authors. Which us because in that second video they talked about how like Shakespeare made up all these words. Or, he didn't make them up, most of them, but he took words that people had made up in just their small community and wrote them down so that now yeah. we use them today. Okay, here's the thing. My aunt was at a loss for a word this weekend, and I said, be, she said, being, and she couldn't, and I was like, phobic. You made phobic. I made phobic, and that's the best one I've come up with today. And we documented it, which means we are better than Shakespeare. Yeah. We wrote it and documented it. Literally. Mm. And there's not even any controversy. ain't got shit on me. <laughs> Was okay. it like Mount Everest? Euphoria head. What the fuck? <laughs> You're so funny. So yes. And like, so right, you have phobic. I have salonstress. <laughs> you know? Like, we are both inventing things out here. I do that every day. I just make things up. And so I really think... Oh my god, what I did recently was I was reorganizing the resource room at work and there was like, I I just couldn't think of the name, it was on the tip of my tongue and so it was streamers that you would like hang up, you know, on the ceiling, whatever. I wrote paper ribbon. That's what it is? It was paper ribbon and then I was like labeling all sides of the box so like no matter how you put it away, you'd know what it was. On one side... There was a label pre-existing, and it said "steamers," <laughs> and I was like, "I feel like we're, <laughs> we're both on the right track." <laughs> That's funny. I yeah. like that. Uh huh. And I mean, it is paper ribbon. It was paper ribbon. That's true. It was descriptive. Yeah. Not prescriptive. Beach boom. Mm. Back word, to our roots. I feel like word nerd alert. Uh, I also rewatched my favorite movie from high school. That I hadn't seen in maybe since high school, like at least six years, and it's called Kings of Summer. It is now available on a bunch of platforms. You can buy it on YouTube. It's also on what's that one with the S? Showtime. I can see the app in my head. I couldn't remember what it's called. It's on the tip of my tongue. You know the one with the movies. And you know it's red. It's a circle has an S. And it's so funny because I I don't know how I oh Tumblr obviously. It's how I found it in high school. Ah, yes, it does get very... Mm-hmm. It would be on Tumblr. Yeah, it's yeah, very... Yeah, yeah. It was very... I think it went to, like, Sundance. It went to a bunch of festivals. It wasn't a wide release. So I had to illegally torrent it onto my parents' Wi-Fi, which I got in a lot of trouble for. And that's how I watched it in high school. And then after that, I couldn't illegally put things on my parents' Wi-Fi anymore. So I didn't watch it for years until it just got put on show. Oh, that's what you got in trouble for? Bitch, what? Are you asking if that's like the extent of my bad childness? No, I'm asking if I don't remember one time you told me a story that your dad got something in the mail and he was like, "My, you that have to stop torrenting movies." That's exactly what it is. Because Tumblr, you're like, here's how to watch the movies. 
Oh, yeah. Tumblr was on that shit. Tumblr was like, here's how to steal from the government. Tumblr was like, here's how to do whatever you want. Here's how to break into the Capitol. And I was... No. You don't think that possibly could have been on Tumblr? No. You yes. don't think if the furries were behind it, Tumblr wouldn't have... I feel like that's giving more Reddit, more 4chan, more... I, Tumblr has a lot of deep corners. You know? People were weird on there. I feel like I don't get weird on the internet. You know, I'll I feel th- like there are dark places on the internet and like weird places. I'm gonna chew on that one. Cause I think it depends. I don't know. Cause there are definitely a lot weirder places than what I've done on the internet. But oh, yeah. like, I still think I get weird on the internet. I think you get weird on the internet too. I mean, I was an internet kid, as we discussed yeah. last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Right? Just get weird in real life. Just get weird in real life. Yeah. But yeah, so it was um. That I used to illegally torrent it, and then the cable company sent mail to my father, <laughs> and we're like, Ernest, you gotta stop illegally downloading, insert 17 movies here. And my dad, like, was like, Maya, what the fuck is this about? And I was like, that's so wild that I don't even know. And then it happened again a month later with the next bill that came, and he was like, Maya, you're gonna get us arrested. You, you wouldn't steal a car. I think that's so Would you steal funny. a movie? <laughs> I would steal both, bitch. <laughs> fuck you. Like, so fuck you. But yes, that's how. So I hadn't watched it in years because my dad was like, put an end to this. Mm-hmm. I can't. And now the internet builds in our name, so we still can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's in my name, so goddamn it. And it's funny because I hadn't seen it in years and I was like, it's still so good. It's still so funny. But it's, I can, it feel, I'm like, oh, I was a teenager when I thought this was the best movie ever. Oh, yeah. Me reading, like, the books, uh, The City of Ember, I'm like, oh, yeah, these were written for children. Yep. Like, this is not for an adult person to consume. But I don't even know if that movie was, like, aimed at teenagers. Specifically because it, I mean, I guess I did find it on Tumblr. But yeah. 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 Okay. It's, yeah, I guess that is true, because I'm thinking of, like, well, it was indie, and it, so it wasn't really, like, put in spaces for teenagers to find it, but there's a lot of other, like, young adult movies that aren't given to young adults, which is a weird other thing. <sighs> you know? That's how I feel about that. Circa 8th grade by Bo Burnham. Yeah. Which, eh, same, same type of feeling. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's still funny as fuck. Um, Ma... All of the young teen actors in that movie are actual teenagers. There's no weird age gap. And thank God. And they all grew up and are still acting and doing really great stuff, so. That's cute. I love yes. that for them. Those are the good. Okay. Checking up on YouTube some more. I watched Why Persian Rugs Are So Expensive on the Business Insider YouTube channel. Oh my God, you have to stop. Why? It's so interesting. Okay. But you haven't watched any of them. That's true, but so anything with money stresses me out. You know me. I don't like that shit. Um, I mean, I always, I'm a very critical person, so I always leave it like, well, we didn't cover this aspect. But it is, I don't know much about the, the Persian making rug market? of Persian rugs, and now I know something. Um, sometimes, I'm going to admit something to you. Okay. Sometimes I don't know where Persia is. Sometimes I get that confused with that, and then, like, you know how they call people from Paris Parisians? <laughs> and so sometimes I have to remind myself that, like, it's not Paris rugs. Parisian. 
<laughs> I'm imagining a French person over a loom, but the shuttlecock is a baguette where they're threading it through all the wires. You know what I mean? Through the wires. You don't know about, enough about... <laughs> you don't know enough about looming no. to know what the shuttlecock is? No, but isn't that a game? Yes. I mean, there's a shuttlecock in badminton, but that's because oh, yeah. it, it mimics the thing you do on a loom. Oh, my family got real lit about badminton. <laughs> <laughs> at my cousin's graduation party. Ooh. It got real competitive. Yeah. I got to see the generation above me compete on all their sibling bullshit. Oh, jeez. It was very funny. Like, that sounds funny. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think they do a good, business Insider does a pretty good job of keeping it relatively neutral. Like, they're not, like, shoving capitalism, like, and that's why we pay these people 17 cents a rug. Like, yeah. it's still pretty factual about the business market aspect of it. Uh, but yeah, there's always things that, that I think they could yeah be more humanistic on. Yeah. I also watched How Costumes Are Destroyed for Movies and TV on Insider, um, their channel on YouTube. That was pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know, I just like to watch for a And I'm also very interested in, like, the movie and TV production industry. So, it's someone's whole job to take a, a cheese grater to 17 versions of the same t-shirt and make them all look equally distressed. Which is insane. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane. Sometimes I think about the way clothes are made and I just, I can't. It is horrifically wasteful. Uh, and it's also weird because, like, I think it'd be interesting to do a, like, a sustainability initiative to, like, how few copies of these clothes can we have? Because, like, for the characters in shows and movies specifically movies especially action ones who wear multiple outfits especially if they're like doing fighting scenes and stuff there's 10 replicas typically of every outfit because if you sweat in one and one gets wet and if the temperature changes and if the stains aren't the right color and if the rips aren't in the right spot like continuity and all that so i think it'd be interesting to see like can we shoot a 90 minute movie and keep it to X amount of costume changes with X amount of pieces. And then find a way to, like, keep using them. Can we also maybe as viewers to strain our imagination a little bit more? To where it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. You know what I mean? So, yes. I thought about that too. But I also think... I don't know if this is a solution or anything. But other countries, the government pays for media production. Which has its cons, obviously, but we learned about this when I was studying abroad, that the Spanish government chooses what movies are funded. Now, obviously, that can be very limiting, and, you know, big movies, obviously, are influenced by governmental values, but that means that less movies get made, which means that there's less waste, and that there's less, you know, uh, societal... Like, importance well, yeah, and put that on it. Government should fund art. And the government's funding the art. Government so, should fund everything. There's no reason. Because. It always comes back to the government owes me this. I'm always like, the government owes no, me. No, because literally. <laughs> me talking to these business girls all week, I was like. Because what are you here for if the government doesn't owe me? But here's the thing we don't need business. We don't. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like, there's definitely pros and cons to the government funding the arts. But that's one of the. I pros. think we could have a nicer balance, and then I we think would have could less definitely be media. Yeah, because I saw someone on Twitter be like, and therefore not have this segment. 
We would have to get real granular about it. We, we would. Get really niche about it. Actually. We would. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because I saw someone on Twitter say like, uh, "I'm gonna need Disney to put out one animated movie a month." It takes a decade to make like fucking Finding Nemo. Like, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck. And up. Especially specifically animation. Holy shit! So much work goes into animation. So many people do so many things on animation. But I think we, because we've been plied with so much media that we start to take it for granted. And so we don't appreciate it as an art. Like, every time I go to see a movie, I'm like, this is a piece of art I'm watching. But it feels like it gets so commercialized to a certain extent that then we have to seek out, like, indie movies and da-da-da if we want to see, like, art. Like, this is a real artful movie. Right. This is just a movie. It's just a throwaway movie, but... This is just a Marvel movie, but this is art. Like, eat my ass. I I don't (laughs) mean the only art I experience to be the Haim sisters molesting children. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Licorice Pizza. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, I think we definitely take media for granted especially because there's when I saw that tweet I was like there's so many animated movies that I know you haven't seen right so and like animated shorts any and anytime something different gets put out y'all want to be like why does she eat the dumpling shut up (laughs) (laughs) you don't you just don't want to get it you just don't want you don't even want to think especially like the movies like the ones that Pixar puts out that are really well made and well uh and the and the plot line is beautiful and like transcends different generations kids relate to it teens relate to it adults relate to it like you think people can churn that out at a movie a month right are you out of your gourd but yeah yeah and then the last thing i have is i learned a lot about the queer history of higher ed because i had to write my fucking final on it last week and i did it in 15 hours in two days and so I got to read some cool queer zines from the 90s. That's cute. Was it like, was that where you got the like, smoking makes you queer? Yes. <laughs> That's why I'm gay. Because we had to do, it was like archival. So we had to look at old archives of different higher ed mm. institutions and find stuff to write about. And so I read about that. I read some random, um, a note on higher education by Herbert Hoover. Oh, cute. It actually like, he was Spain. Or bear. Remind. I read a note on education by then president Herbert Hoover. And he was spitting. I'm like, why did you That's why that Maya said everybody talking about not my president. Maya said that's my president. That's my president. That's the only president. You better put us into the Great Depression, period, King. Content consumed. Okay, so I've been listening. I found a new podcast, which... So I try not to consume a lot of true crime because I don't think it's helpful and I don't think it's good for us. Yeah. Um, but... You I read s- the news every day. Exactly. And... That's the truest of crimes. Yeah, and at, certain, at a certain point it feels funny to me to use something that happened to someone as entertainment. Something That's that fair. Destroyed someone's life yeah. as entertainment. Yeah. Um, and I've heard so many people be like, I listen to true co- crime podcasts all the time, and now, like, every time I leave my house, I'm like, and I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah? Chill out. Um, but, so my version <laughs> of that is, I found a podcast called Was I in a Cult? And these people tell their cult-like ass stories, and how they got out, and what it was like for them, and they okay. sh- and they get to share their own experience, which I really like. Okay. 
And I'm in. It's really good. Um, of course, there are a lot of religious organizations, and it's making me think about when does a religious organization go from a community to a cult? Yeah. Can you draw that line? What is the hard line? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, but it, it's really interesting. And um, so there's two hosts. One's a comedian. It's a man and a lady. Two hoes. Two hoes. Mm-hmm. And I forget their names. Oops. So how, sorry. How one and how two. How one and how two. But they were both in different forms of cults. So I think they really like take care when they're talking yeah. to people. And it's really nice. And that's yeah. what I found to be my form of like true crime. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Uh-huh. I'm into it. Yeah, cults, oof, always. They're very interesting to me. I do like learning more about cults than I do about, like, murderers and stuff. Cause right. Because always freaks me out. Especially because, like, for, like, a cult of personality. And, like, oh, yeah. what you said about religion, like, when does a religion go into a, being a cult, and when is it a subsect of the religion that breaks off from the main religion? Which and there's a lot it, of that, too. The kind of undercurrent of the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really interesting. And then, um, they're also trying to talk about cults and the way people get, like, controlled by other people. They're trying to reframe that and take, like, your traditional view of a cult. Okay. So they interviewed this one lady and it was just, like, her two parents and she doesn't have... She doesn't know, like, when she was born. She doesn't have a birth certificate. She doesn't know if she exists legally. Like, she thinks she's living under someone else's name, but it's because her parents were so crazy and, like, cultish. And they're trying to, like, reframe that because they did all the exact same things that cult leaders do. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so, like, reframing cult as just another, not just, but another form of abuse. Um, yes. Well, like, it is abuse, but, like, focusing on that it is... A form of abuse, maybe? Yeah. And I think... To me, I always think that, like, cult was a very specific, like, white people, white robes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But cults can take all sorts of forms. It yes. was It was always religious, like a man leader, like... Yeah. I, I, that sounds interesting, because I don't really... I can't think of any other forms. Isn't but. it really interesting? Yeah. Yeah. That so good. that's a good podcast. It's like an iHeartRadio whatever production. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I started watching season four of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a flop. The storyline is kind of a flop. Didn't you say that about like the last season or one of the... This was the one I was talking about. Oh, this yeah, newest yeah, yeah. season. Okay. It's kind of a flop. Um, storyline Just storyline wise. wise. It feels like we're kind of back where we've been. Nothing new mm-hmm. is happening. Okay. Uh, it's fine. Um, I'm still in love with the costumes. I'm still in love with the set design. It's still worth watching to me because those things are just so yeah. fucking amazing. And it still makes me laugh. It's, yeah. I'm just disappointed. The first three seasons were so good that it's just like, eh, okay. I think why maybe I don't know enough about analyzing TV story arcs. Because, I, I mean, I don't consume a lot of TV. We talked about that. But when it comes to, like, oh, this season just wasn't as good as last season's, I, like, rarely ever feel that way. Because I don't think I know how to analyze, you know, like, season arcs. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate a television show that knows when it's time to call it quits. 
Yeah. Like, everyone was really disappointed that Shit's Creek called it quits, but I was so happy that they ended it. My boss used to have a saying with the kids, end the activity while it's fun so that they're begging to do it again. I appreciate a television show that can end it while it's fun. Yeah. And you want to watch it over and over again because it was so good. Whereas, like, Grace here's Anatomy. an example. Ex- that, yes. Literally, the Grey's Anatomy or, like, The Friends, right? Where you're just, people are just dating people because it's still just gotta to go on. It. Yeah. Rather than, like, this is made with care, this is intent, we know, we have a good direction of where this story is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's giving yeah. flop. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I also, there's, I know there's a lot of, like, writer's room and, like, uh, network production that changes writing sometimes, too. Well, and I know they took a really big break for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think season three came out uh, right when the pandemic was starting and then everything mm-hmm. cut. And yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm not really feeling it. I also, I don't know. I read a review about it that called it a flop, but I was already kind of feeling it that way, so that might have influenced my perception. Yeah. But then again, I read a bad review about Better Things one time, and I was like, you can shove it up your ass. Because literally. So I've been consuming the last season of Better Things. Oh, yeah. And. Your favorite show. My favorite show. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared of it. I feel like it's going to get very deep and very sad, and um, I think there's like two new episodes that I haven't watched yet, because I'm just not. There. Sometimes you gotta do that, especially with a favorite show. Sometimes it took me a really, really long time to finish. What's that show that Dak Shepard's in? Not Modern Family. Familyhood. Parenthood. Parenthood. <laughs> it took me a long time to watch the last season of Parenthood too. Yeah, because I loved it so much. I was like, <sighs> Yeah, I've done that before. It's yeah. hard, but it's really good. Pause. My feet smell right now. <laughs> I mean, I got a whiff earlier. Damn! Oh my god! Because I was like, they don't feel the way they normally do, which maybe means they feel like a smell. <laughs> Damn it! They so feel sp- like they got like a little film on them. I don't know if film's the word. Maybe, yeah. They just feel just damp. Little... Well, my feet don't ever feel damp. Yeah. My feet are always dry. Yeah. So there's just a damp... I'm so sorry that you can smell my feet. Not all the time. I just got I like should... a whiff. Well, yeah, I would assume not all the time. They don't always feel like that. The there have been times where I've had to tell Danielle, like, hey, bitch, go wash your feet. <laughs> she would go to school all day, and then she would come to my house and take off her docks, and I was like, hey, go I wash your feet. I docks all day. See, look. <laughs> Leather will get you. I know, because I was just like, damn, my feet are out, hon. They don't feel dry. <laughs> and we're on the floor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's Can fine. Can you put on a song? No, it's fine. I'm so sorry for having smells. For you to smell. So sorry for having a body. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Going on. All right. More content. Moving over to social media platforms. We've talked about this a little bit. At MamaGen27 on TikTok with two N's. <laughs> okay. Gets on live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 9 p.m. Midwest Time. And does her little scratch-offs. And I am obsessed with it. You I are. came across it by accident. One night I fell asleep too. It's so good. She's so good. And people have like, sometimes I read the chat. Most of the time I don't read the chat. But someone was like, I love your scratch videos. I didn't even know this was like a genre video. This is literally something I stumbled upon accidentally. And they were like, it's so peaceful. It's so relaxing. Like most people have music playing in the bathroom. And they do. And everybody else is wild. And they don't scratch well. And it's not even. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, what does she use to scratch? Does she have a scratcher tool? She uses a cuticle pusher. Oh, well, that sounds nice. Uh-huh. And she scratches fast, but, like, within the lines. And some people are just so chaotic. And so, yeah, I just, I've been obsessed with it. And now I get sad on, like, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays when she's, like, if it's Tuesday or Thursday, I'm like, she's she not on tonight. Mm-hmm. Remember when I fell in love with someone on TikTok Live and you made fun of me? I was I was a little. I sent no gifts. I did. Send there was no money to be found. I sent him like two dollars because I was desperate. I'm for not thirsting over her. You're thirsting over her content. That's I am thirsting over her content. Fair enough. You know what? Touche. Touche. Okay. You're correct. And just because my TikTok Live crush was a very small time influencer, it was me and twenty five other bitches. And I had a better shot at getting his attention. You know? You did a good job. We were deep in it. I, it's because I came out as a lesbian a month later. <laughs> <laughs> it was a last ditch effort. It's the way that was all a show. It was a last ditch effort for bisexuality. It really was. It really was. And then you were like, you know what? No. And then I was like, I don't like this. Never mind. And he, mm You're funny. The way I was acting last spring, just, like, trying to not be a lesbian. I. (laughs) Last spring, I was like, please, penis me. I can't be a lesbian. And then. I feel like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) There was a long time where I was bargaining with myself, like, please, just be gender conforming. Be normal. It's okay. You love your titties. Be a You want to keep your titties. Speaking of, I tweeted that I made my plastic surgery consult, and <laughs> what? I just a couple thoughts went through my head. The worst thing someone could say to that because people suck on the internet. Someone sent me a DM and was like, "For what?" And I was like, "This man that I know has like been trying to bone me for years." Oh. And I was like, "No, for what? For what? You don't care." You just are hoping I'm getting something fun done getting for my you. Prostate removed. Right, like you're hoping I'm getting something done for you. See, in my brain went immediately immediately to someone being like, "Oh, you finally get your knees done." Like, <laughs> well, not even like you know, like something like you're like, "Damn, oh. you getting that nose done?" Right, someone that you weren't even thinking about. Oh, you finally <laughs> fixing those ears? And you're like, "What the fuck, dude? Do I need to fix my ears? Everyone thinks I need to fix my ears." No, he was just, like, hoping I was getting something fun done, and it was, like, an opener for him to talk about my tits, and I was like, I'm not responding to you. Remove follower. Literally. Control or delete. Control or delete your whole personality. I'm trying to think of, like, a, what would it be a funny, a funny response to that? Oh, I'm getting the webbing between my fingers. <laughs> and that's- I have a bumpy vagina. They're taking my pussy from a crunch bar to a Hershey's bar. <laughs> They're taking the peanuts out of my pussy. <laughs> oh my god. Nicole Byer has this story that she's told on every podcast she's ever done about how <laughs> she was kissing, she was hooking up with this one night stand one time and they were kissing and she was like, it's weird in here, but okay. And then he went to eat her out and she was like, okay. And then it was fine. They had sex, whatever. And then the next morning she went to the bathroom and peanuts fell out of her pussy ah! because he was eating like a Snickers bar <laughs> as he ate her out. <laughs> Maybe that's how you get the peanuts in your pussy. I'm just trying to think. Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think you should do that. But I don't know if I'd fault you 
for eating a Snickers bar around the time you ate my pussy. <laughs> Imagine I go into anaphylactic shock, but okay, from the pussy. Okay, that's what I thought you were gonna say. But from the pussy was that she had an allergic reaction in her pussy. You're like, they're like, is your throat closing up? And I'm like, well, they, he can't put his dick in, so my vaginal canal is. No, but my lips are swollen. <laughs> my lips are swollen. You look fine. No, not the lips. The other. It's the one time a man isn't like, which lips? <laughs> which lips? Which lips? <laughs> Wait, that's just what made me think of. Um, okay, still on TikTok, at Dutch Deck. I don't, his name is Dutch. Okay. Um, Dutch Deck. He lives in New York City. He just got, like, um, approved recently for, like, affordable housing you know this man. He he's sits like, in his bathtub and reflects. A gay Jewish man? Yes. Yeah. He's a gay Jewish man. He recently took himself on vacation to Florida. And <laughs> I'm just living for him. Someone tried to come for him in the comments and was like, oh, you need affordable housing, but you can take yourself on vacation. And he clapped right the fuck that. back. And I, I loved it. He was like, yes, I, someone who wants to exist, also want to have joy. Right. Oh. <laughs> I... Loved it. I love him. He doesn't post that often, but every no. time he does, it's beautiful. He's great. You know what? Some beauty, beauty in that. Because over the TikTok algorithm, shadow banning me, unless I post three times a day, and even if I do, still time, still sometimes shadow banning me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I should be able to post whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, you should be able to post mad sporadically. Yeah. Um, okay... Kind of circling back to television shows, last yeah. night I started watching This Way Up. Okay. Um, it is, follows like two sisters that live in London, um, and they're Irish. England. Yes. England. I can't do it. They're Irish, and the one sister, Anya, okay. Anya, Anya, they, Anya. Well, no, with an Irish accent. On your dick. Oh. <laughs> Sit on your face. She just got out of rehab for, like, a mental break. Okay. And is trying to, like, make her way back around in life. And she teaches adult English classes. And it's just really cute and it's really nice and I really oh. like it. And I don't know. In the description it said it won some BAFTA or some bullshit. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's yeah. very, I like it. It's a BAFTA starting, is a big award. Ashling B. I love Ashling. Yeah. Oh, she's so funny. She's, she's stand up. Really funny. I know. She's stand up. She's so fucking she's funny. She's really funny in this show. You should watch it. Oh, it's for very sure. Very good. Yeah, so, she's really funny. Yeah, I'm really thoroughly enjoying it. What is with. She's the, always in a cowboy boot. And I appreciate that. Because she has Western vibes. I don't. I can't explain it. Um, what is with UK shows? I guess Ireland's not UK. What is with the the Western European shows and, like, just got out of rehab? Shenanigans! You know? I feel like there's so many. I don't know. I feel like I don't consume that much media from across the pond. Uh, I do a little bit, but not too much. I mean, One Direction counts, obviously, but... Okay, you know what? Actually, yeah, I've read a lot of books where they just got out of, like, rehab or a depressive episode... And I okay. would assume it's because the sun never shines in London. Feel good? Same shit? Oh, yeah! You know? Exactly. You or, know? like, 
That one show, yeah, maybe that was the show I was thinking of. Was the <laughs> one character's name Danielle or something? Her girlfriend, yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. There was a show. But also there's and a, there was an alcoholic. There's a bunch of them. Yes. There's so many. There's so many. Skins. I mean, there's endless examples. Yeah. Did you ever watch Skins? So I get it. A trope. A trope. A trope. A trope. I did not watch Skins. I know that had a moment on I watched Tumblr. like... I, I watched Tumblr talk about it a I lot. I watched, like, a season because of Tumblr. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to be pro Anna. What's that about? And, um, I couldn't get into it. It was so dark. <laughs> was it giving euphoria? It, yeah. It, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same energy. Yeah. Different in, like, uh, it felt more, re- like, realistic and like, a teenage drama kind of way. Not in, like, a... Zendaya shooting heroin visibly, mm-hmm. yeah, in the skin, but yeah, uh, yeah. My very sheltered cousin this weekend told me I should start watching Euphoria, and I was like, "That's how you know it's not good." I know. I was like, "Oh, honey, she's gonna see every skinny mixed girl and be like, are you a drug user?'" I was like, "Hey, that's how your other cousin formed her personality. Maybe don't go down that road." You think she's Euphoria inspired? This flop era? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're flopping like rule. Everything's like Going a, through withdrawals. Because, like, I think everything's a vibe. When they're, like, you know, down and out in Euphoria, okay. it's always a vibe. It's Euphoria vibe. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm saying? It's like a vibe. It's like I'm a, here with you. It's a Euphoria vibe. I'm here with you because, yes, reframing Euphoria as, like, putting face gems on, like, someone going through withdrawal. Like, Putting a pretty filter putting on a flop era. on chin acne. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Putting a filter on your flop era. Exactly. You're yeah. in your euphoria era. Okay, I fuck with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and the last thing I'd like to talk about is Single Drunk Female, which is a freeform show. Oh, yeah. Starring Sophia Black D'Elia. She was in the mic, which I love. We all oh. know I love that show. Yeah. Um, and I think Single Drunk Female is great. She's going to AA. I just think it's nice to see addicts on television. Not in a euphoria way. Yes. I think it's nice to see people rebuilding their lives because I think getting older, I think about what we're presented in the media and what we're presented in shows. And there's so many aspects of life that could be made humorous, that could be made to comfort people that we could talk about, and we don't. It's always a family sitcom with a mom and a dad and two and a half kids and a big family that's happy and in love, and it's like, no, some people are in AA. Some people are, you know, just got out of rehab. Like, and we should examine that, and it can also be funny and lighthearted and fun. Yeah. And we can talk about all of it. It, You know, it's life. Yeah. Yeah. I um, want to watch that show. I was 15 minutes into the first episode. When, um, mm-hmm. you, we, I got pulled to the bars to arguably, maybe, the worst singular drink I've ever had. <laughs> so, so, get into this. Uh, flawless, <laughs> flawless transition. Um, I had, had a chill night with friends in the house. We had some wine. They left. I was like, okay, I'm a vibe. I'm gonna put on a new show and I'm gonna eat an entire pint of ice cream as one does. Okay, vibing. Finish said pint of ice cream. As I do, I'm like, that's a lot of ice cream. But okay, I have no plans. 
Angela Waltz is in and says, we're all over the bars. And I'm like, oh my God, Donna's life. Mm -mm, 25. And uh, I get to the bars and thought Angela had ordered a double shot. So I was like. Tell them, tell them what the live band was performing. Tell them the song they were performing. Uh, uh. Was it the Cupid Cupid Shuffle? Shuffle. It was the Cupid Shuffle. (laughs) Live performance of the Cupid Shuffle. (laughs) I can't think of a worse song than I'm trying to imagine, like, how you could, like, put it, like, I want someone to do it, like, as an American Idol audition, like, to the left, to the left, no, y'all, one hundred time. And you're like, excuse me. Hands on your knees. Hands on your knees. <laughs> and everybody clap your hands. So you know what it is? But, so that was happening, to just kind of set the ambiance. Uh, we were all not, well, I was drunker than I realized. And I thought Angela had ordered a double shot, as did the bartender. So the bartender's like, do you also want a double shot? And I, someone who prefers tequila. I was like, sure, I'll take a double shot of tequila because I'm not a bitch. And I'm not a bitch, but I, I make bad decisions. Um, Angela <laughs> did not order a double shot. Arguably, they didn't order a single shot. I didn't order any shots. Because they got a mixed shot, which is like a third of a shot. There was nothing mixed in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I shoot this tequila. Immediately. Immediately no. Immediately, immediately no. no. You're done. You're <laughs> That's what the bartender said. We were like, can we cash out? I know we've been here six minutes. Can we close the He laughed at us. We literally cause I was like woozy. As soon as I took that shot, I was like, I fully drank half a bottle of wine, an entire pint of ice cream, and two shots of tequila in forty five minutes. Yeah. Like I don't know why. And I was trying to hold it together. Six and a half minutes passed and I had to go outside and emetophobia warning. Just spray paint the wall of the bar. Oh, like, it was the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. Like, it looked like you were doing, like, physical comedy <laughs> and that you were joking. Like, the way you were gagging and it was coming up and, like, your chest was just heaving. And <laughs> I'm sure you could hear me and Rachel you cackling. Were... You would have thought I was a one-woman show. You were in the car, <laughs> scream laughing at me as my body is purging itself of copious amounts of just milk. <laughs> just cinnamon milk. I've never seen anything funnier. It gen- I had to hide behind the tree because I was ashamed. It was, so <laughs> it was so good. But at the end, I was like, Rachel was like, good form. And I did have good form because I didn't get any of it on me. You did have good form. It was just, and you know, <laughs> and I was hungover for two days. And... <laughs> Yeah. It was a really rough time. It was. But yeah. Okay. What do you have to get into? Get into this. Yeah. The bathrooms in the psych building don't have any trash cans. (laughs) 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 I know. At all? In the stalls? In the whole thing? They have those tiny little tampon trashers. Okay. Okay, I got a a coffee cup to go away. A fat ass Okay, here's here's the rules. Where there's a a bathroom, there's a garbage can, and a drinking fountain. Yeah. Always. That's... Correct. I got shit. I'm on campus all day. I'd like to throw it away. There's no fucking garbage cans in this building. Maybe it's modeled after Jap- Japan. They don't have trash cans there. My coffee cup is not modeled after Japan. My coffee cup needs to be thrown away. Get with the program. Feng Shui your life. Okay. Marie Kondo your life. <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> 
It's very strange and I hate it. I'm imagining someone stuffing a diaper into the tiny tampon bottles. That's what I'm saying. Like, every Tuesday and Thursday I go into the bed. Like, people will leave shit because they have shelves in there. And, like, people will leave their coffee cups on there. Because I'm like, yeah, this is bullshit. Get us a fucking garbage can. <laughs> That's so weird. Get us a fucking trash can. Yeah, it's Man. very weird. Yeah, the nearest trash can is, like, outside of the building on the corner of the two streets. <laughs> it's weird as fuck, That's bro. That's really funny. Literally. I love that. Yeah. So, get into this. Okay. Okay, so, I actually have a question. Get into this pronunciation a debate I had with myself. Okay. So, the, the beaded necklace that you wear to say Catholic Hail Marys, what do you call that? It's on the tip of my tongue. A rosary. Not a rosary. Fuck out of here. Okay, that's what I say. I say rosary. I know you do it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> because I, I, maybe we have talked about this before, but I recently was like, I do say it differently than everybody else. Well, my whole family says a rosary. A rosary. I just, where are you getting that? I do Dubuque? I don't know. Like, it's I, like Brett Favre pronouncing his name like that. <laughs> the R does not come before the V. <laughs> that is true, actually. Why did he it's F-A-V-R-E. Favre. Yeah, that is true. There's no reason, no language do they just move the letters for fun. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do say rosary. Uh, I don't know why. My family's damn near Wisconsin, so, like, that's probably what it is. Write in and tell us if you say rosary. But I, like, was writing it in my notes, and I was like, I don't even know how to spell out that sound. Rosary. Roj. Roj. And I don't think anyone else says it like that. Okay, also, what is the plural of wreath? Like a Christmas wreath. Wreaths. Okay. Wreaths. Yeah. Okay! Okay, because I said that one time, and I was talking to Brisa and my mom, and I was like, some some reads, reads this, reads that, <laughs> reads, 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 and Brisa was like, I genuinely don't know what you're talking about, and I was like, you're saying it weird to say wreaths. No! <laughs> well, it sounds like you got a list! Wreaths! Wreaths! Shut the, shut the fuck up! Wreaths! Wreaths. Wreaths. I can't Reeds. think of a word that rhymes with wreaths. Like, if I were going to say about was wreaths. <laughs> I don't know. So, we're yes. talking about it too much. Okay. Get into this. <laughs> People can sit by you. People can not come to class all the time, and then on exam day, they want to sit by you, mad close to you. Get the fuck up away from me. Oh. I come to class all the time. Oh, this is a, this is a negative. Yes. Okay, I was saying, I, when you started out, no. I was this. like, get into this. Yeah, that's how se- People just work. sit by you. Get into this. That's how unassigned seating works. Nope. Get out of that. Get into this. Go back to third grade. Get into this. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. How about that? You ever that doesn't make any sense. Get into this. Bye. That doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. <laughs> where are they supposed to sit? Don't sit in the back on exam day. Go sit your ass at the front where there's hella open seats. Don't sit by me. The definition of Especially open seat. Especially because the person that was sitting by me is someone who's there regularly. You know where I sit. The definition of an open seat. Is a seat that I you know can you like to in. fuck shit up. I'm allowed to be upset about this. I'm allowed. To, I'm allowed to tell you that I don't like this. You just, you know, you sound like all those uh, correct cliche Twitter memes of like, "This is my unassigned assigned seat." Huh? Yes, but I said it much less annoying than that. I don't know. Sure. Get into this. 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> Would you prefer assigned seats in college? I just don't understand. If it meant I was going to sit by the same people every day. I just so feel yes. like we are in the midterm of the semester. At a certain point, you know where you sit. You know the general vicinity. Everybody kind of sits in the same. And I just feel like if you don't come to class all the time, the nerve of you to sit right next to me. I think you should put that in like your uh, course evaluation. Yeah. Assign the seats next year. Deadass. I think that's fair. And then honestly, then I might know people's names. Yeah, I mean, If the same person sat in the same seat every day, I might know who you are. I think that's fair. Thank you. Yeah. So, get into this. People will bring their own Swiffers, vacuums, and sheets to hotels. And I want them to go to hell for it. Because then, uh, why are you leaving your house? Because it's just, like, wild to me because it's just, like, their communal living. Like, Mm. I know that, like, we kind of don't approach it that way, but, like, even in the nicest, most expensive hotel room that they clean as well as they can for the celebrity or politician or whoever who's in it, it's still a communal living that other people have slept in their sheets, other people have wiped their ass with that rag, other people have sneezed on your remote, and you're in a hotel. You can't do not one thing about that. No, and I also want to know how you're living at home. What are you doing at home? How often do you wash your sheets at home? No, go ahead, tell me. Because I always feel like it's... I feel sometimes like it's a show. I think this... Okay, so I saw this on TikTok. It's specifically a black woman with a family. And part of me is like, I get it. So I saw my knight on TikTok, who's taking her babies all around the world. And she had her babies crawling around the hotel room. And my first thought was like, ugh, crusty hotel room. And babies put their hands in their mouths. But also... Babies touch everything, baby, whatever. You know, it's like, there's nothing you, you take can... take a baby anywhere, it's disgusting. Even do at the anything about that. Like, our, our floors are disgusting right. because babies are gross. You can't do no. anything about that. Not one thing. There's no. nothing you can do. You're gonna put them in a playland the whole time? No. At a certain time, we have to chill. At a certain point, you have to recognize there's... You're not... No, you can't do anything about it. And so, part of me was, like, kind of grossed out, but I'm like, yeah, that's just kind of what life is. And I think a lot of black cleanliness probably stems from generational trauma of like it's a show to be like sterile like not just clean not just tidy but like sterile yeah like it's so weird do you yeah do you think it's like a backswing from like not wanting to call dirty or like yeah like be seen as any sort of like derogatory anyway yeah it probably comes from that and then I think also that I know that like Part of why people wash their chicken and their meat and stuff, and people are weird about, like, their vegetables and stuff, is because, historically, people who had less money and less access to fresh goods, their food was more likely to spoil or rot or have bugs or, you know, dirt and things like that. So, like, that makes sense to me historically, but then I think we also have to think logically about, or even just think compassionately about the fact that it's not logical. If you want to do it, cool, but it's not logical, and so therefore shaming people about it is not compassionate. Right. Okay, so you're... Yeah, okay. I agree. You know? I think that at a certain point, you have to know, like, you're going to a hotel, and, like, you're making this choice, you're going to a hotel, you're traveling, like... Right. It's... You're traveling. And there's so many It things. is communal living. And then, like, the yeah. problem becomes when you shame other people about yeah. it. Yeah. Is that kind of what, like, you're trying to get at? Yes. Shaming other people, and also I just want to, I want us, as a black community, 
Angela included, to <laughs> release ourselves from the shackles of sterilizing our whole existence. Like, mm-hmm. you are, there's so many dirty things you're touching in that hotel that you don't sterilize. Like, yeah. you sterilize that hotel room, so you say. Also, you're traveling with a fucking Swiffer in a mouth. I just think that's just... I think I saw that TikTok and I was like, Wild. Okay. And then I saw someone else who, like, is a clean freak about her food and vegetables. Like, she has, like, multiple vegetables. So she has a vegetable brush. She scrubs everything down before she puts it away and stuff. Because of, like, oh, she did this thing where there, someone was like, why do you do this? And she took a paring knife and scraped the wax off the outside of the apple. You know how apples are covered yeah, in yeah, wax? Yeah, 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 yeah. And was like, you want me to eat this wax? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to do that on the grapes? Like, what? it just... If it was detrimental enough to kill you, it would kill you. And, like, it just doesn't, it just isn't. It doesn't seem to me that it's worth it. You're not doing what you think you're doing. No, exactly. Yeah, everything's, everything's cancerous and gonna kill you and. Cause what, you grow your own food? The runoff from everybody else's food is in the soil. Right, like the water. What are you gonna do? Like, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that hyper controlling. It just, it's like, I just don't. I don't get it, and I think it does go then into shaming people. And that's yeah. where I'm like, you don't think you're, you're not doing what you think you're doing. Yeah. And you're going to shame me for not buying into the, like, I know that there's wax on my apples. I know that there's shit in all the fucking food I eat. Oh, I know. I know. And, like, the stuff that's in the food, like. And I recognize that there are so many other things that are going to kill me faster. I just think it's about picking your battles. Literally. And that's not what I'm willing to pick. I'm willing right. to put on sunscreen every day. Yeah. I'm not willing to yeah. clean my fruits and veggies like that. Or my hotel room. Oh, God. A hotel... I just... Guess <laughs> body scrubs work. And they make you very soft. You scrub your body? I was showering at my cousin's, and she has all those, like, TikTok body scrubs. Also, one was, like, cotton scrubs. candy flavored, one was something else, whatever. But I use it on just my butt, because I know my butt's not that sensitive. And my butt was so soft. <laughs> And I was like, maybe I need an exfoliator that will do better with my skin. Yeah, they definitely make like softer ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, because especially like the ones that people hype up are like literal yeah. coarse salt and sugar. Yeah, and, and they're like, like super scented and super yeah. They're like rub this mango banana dreamsicle salt into your labia. It'll exfoliate the sadness away. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and also like having multiple. It always, I'm kind of like. Those are just collector's items at this point. Yeah. But did you see that person on TikTok who had, like, yes. a shower phone? Oh, I shit? hate it. I heard, I overheard a group of people talking about it at Ulta the other day. They're like, this is what that girl had in her shower on TikTok or whatever. I thought, okay, for context, on TikTok, someone was like, my shower setup, and it was, like, color-coded. It was color-coded, floor-to-ceiling shelving, and, like, hooks, and, like, Scrubs, butters, soaps, face washes, loofahs, right? Like, and like fifty of each product, color coded on the in the shower. That's what fucked me up. Cause like we we get it, you're a product hoarder. In your shower? Yeah. Why would you want it? I don't even want to keep one of those in the shower. Cause like, if you don't put the lid on on the way, it gets soupy. <laughs> I yeah, I want to keep as little in my shower as possible, and I think that's why I'm addicted to a buzz tag because mm-hmm. I don't want products in my shower. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, I also, as a fat person, showers are ones with fits all, and, like, I can't have shit on the walls, like. Yeah. I will knock it over, or I will fall out. (laughs) 
even as a little, like, not a little person, I am not even a little person, a- y'all. <laughs> <laughs> even as a dainty person. Even as a skinny mini. Even as a skinny legend. <laughs> if you knock one motherfucking thing in the shower over, everything's knocked over in the shower. Today I turned the shower heat on too high and I was screaming. The, the shower is not the place to fuck around no, and, like, stack shit precariously. Literally. No. Like, one thing, if I had to pick something up in the shower, Utilitarian. It needs to be utilitarian. That's why I want one of those, like, uh, Asian-style bathrooms where the whole bathroom is the shower. Because that's so fucking smart. Tile everything. That way I'm yes. not worried about Put a goddamn drain in the middle. And that's it. Literally. That's all you need. Literally. Tile or cement. It could be cement. I had a recovered, get into this, I had a recovered memory. Oh no. From, from my chat room days. Oh no. Okay. I would like to get out of this. Nah, get into it, get into it. <laughs> so, okay, for those who have not listened to all 22 episodes, I, <laughs> in the formative years of my life, maybe ages 7 to 15, uh, was in online chat rooms, because I didn't like to go outside. And, uh, I was... Doing normal stuff, you know, ASL, oh my god, you have homework tonight. So also talking to perverts and sending pictures of my coochie. Like, it was a broad spectrum. Yeah. You know, I was also finding online girlfriends, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, role playing a lot. So my first endeavor into chat rooms, I mean, honestly, it was Webkins, but aside from that, uh, was, oh, fucking, what was it called? Did you see Brittany Broski had a YouTube video called I Play Webkins? <laughs> No, I didn't mind to watch that. But, okay, so I was on Zwinkies, which was like, you had this little stylized avatar person, you picked their outfit and their hair and their, like, piercings, and then you made them a little bedroom. And then there were all these rooms all around, like, it was kind of like a campus, and you could, like, go to the library, go to the park, go to whatever. And then it was not three-dimensional at all. It was just, it looked like almost like cutouts of little avatars on top of like a flat screen. (laughs) And you would click around and your little avatar would not walk, but just like move around the screen. And then you would have little chat bubbles above your head of like what you're saying to the whole room. And then you could like find someone in private message It's giving Club Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. But with people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um. Club people. Get into this. And easier sexting. Mm -hmm. Um. And that's how I met my first boyfriend, and I had a recovered memory of uh, someone on a podcast said the word cyber. Uh-huh. And that's what we used to call sex, because even though this was, like, not as regulated as Club Penguin, you still, like, couldn't say sex, you'd get Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, do you want a cyber? Oh, like, know. cyber sex. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know who decided that, but you just kind of caught on. As soon as someone said it, you're like, yeah, and then they're like, so what are you wearing? And I'm like, I think it's McGuire t-shirt. And uh, <laughs> so I just had this recovered memory of cyber-ing. And it was kind of like the invitation to role play or whatever. And so you would go into a room and you would be like, you'd pick a number. And you'd be like, 222 if you want a cyber. And it'd pop up above your little avatar's head. And then people would be like, 222, 222, 222. And then you'd like get to pick one. And then you would like, <laughs> your avatars would like stand on top of each other. And you would go to, like, private messaging, and you would be, like, text-fucking in this private message, and you would just be in a corner. And sometimes people would, like, walk over to you. I feel like when you talk about this is how other people feel when I make incest-slash-pedophile jokes. What do you mean? Because I'm just like, mm, It was fun. Mm. It was fun? <laughs> I'm just like, uh-huh, okay. Okay. 
okay, but it was literally fun. <laughs> and I literally consented. So I don't know. You can't, because this is a friendly reminder. You can't consent if you're under 18. Unless you're me. You can't consent if you're under 18. I just had a recovered memory of cybering with people, and then I had invited a fr- I never showed anybody my uh, online chat room stuff, but I had one friend come over, and I'm like, do you want to like, play this game? She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, here's what you do. You say, like, two, two, two if you want to cyber. And she kind of was like, oh, no. There's either cyber or it was like, <laughs> this is very gay. It's like, two, two, two if you're bi. <laughs> and then she was like, are you bi? And I was like, ah! No. <laughs> It's just what you do here. I love how you were dropping hints to everybody, but I, also, like, no. I literally was like, oh my god, <laughs> I totally thought about kissing that girl, didn't you? And they are like, no, are you gay? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> me never. <laughs> Who, me, the lesbian? Who, me? A lesbian? The fat black femme lesbian? No. D? I mean, my best friend did find out because she read my diary. I refused to tell her. That's like so funny. We were all up in each other's business. I read those too. Literally, just, that's insane. Yeah, I also had a recovered. Get into this. I had a recovered memory today that someone on a podcast was talking about their diary, and I was like, "Oh yeah," they were saying like they had a fear. They didn't like to write in diaries because they would fear someone would find it. I'm like, "Oh yeah, my mom found my diary when I was in middle school, read it, put it back, and then saved that information until we had a fight, and then quoted it to me." Ew. Get into this, you. Get into this. Yeah. I didn't fuck with diaries slash journals because I just didn't have the time. Every time I sat down to write about it, I was like, I don't fucking want to. So get into that. <laughs> get into this. <laughs> this one just says, Rihanna has a big forehead. Oh, yeah. And I feel like we don't talk about it enough. I feel like everybody talks about her big ass forehead. No one's ever had that conversation with me. That's like a, a regular Twitter topic. That's like a annual Twitter topic is like none of my timeline got a big old forehead yeah a big old forehead she's known for that shit okay she does have a big forehead yeah she's hot and sexy she is I'm not mad at her forehead it's just large it is big you know I used to think I had a big forehead and then today I literally was like it's a normal size forehead you have if anything I'd say a small forehead (gasps) oh my god it's petite oh my god oh my god uh Get into this, the business world almost got me. No. On said uh, field trip with my students, we toured a business world facility, for which shall not be named, and they showed us all the things, they showed us all their open air cubicles, and they told us about how one day a year, if you show up to work, you get $1,000 just put into your hand. They told us about how they... The highest earners go to the top five, go on different vacations around the world every year. They told us about all these amazing things they do for their employees. Get into this. That sounds like a pyramid scheme. Get into this. I left it kind of like, well, they do some great work here. And then I came home and like was ashamed. I was like, oh my God, they got me. Okay, yeah, they're like a big, uh, and here's what grossed me out, is the way they talked about the work they did the whole time. I was like, I don't think I know what you do here. Ah, Yep. Because they, like, rent equipment. You know, you open a business, but you don't have money for a $10,000 fryer. They own the fryer. They rent you the fryer. And I just, like, I left it kind of, like, and all my students did, too. They used it as a big recruiting opportunity for the students. They pushed that shit hard. Oh, I'm sure. And I left it, and all the students, students were like, I'm going to change my major. Students were like, I think I would be good at sales. Students were like, 
neuroscience majors. And I was like, something's off. Like, I literally was like, I left and I was like, something was wrong. I'm like, and it really freaked me out because we kept talking to people who would be like, like alumni too, because we had other events, would be like, oh no, I genuinely believe in what we're doing. Like, I really, this is like, I feel great here. They treat me well. I get paid well. I enjoy my work. Like, they were uh, brainwashed is the best way. Because, like, they were saying all these things. This is a family. This isn't a workplace. This is a... It was a call. Like, oh my God, yes. Because, like, not even, like, there are places like that. They're, like, nonprofits who do that. Like, oh, we just really, like, yeah, whatever. We play play Monopoly once a week. I don't know. But, like, no. They were fully, fully brainwashed to where, like, they were talking and I was like, I'm kind of a little bit scared right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm a little scared that, like, this yeah. is your employer and your employer is this huge million dollar company, business, corporate business America, and you don't have one And none of you were a anything. little sus about it. None of you have one anything. None of you were like, the elevators could be faster. Nothing. Everything is perfect. Oh my god. I was like, I came home and I was like, something was wrong. I was like, I've never thought anything positive about corporate America. Not once in my fucking life. Yeah. And And they almost had drafts. I like, I like had a journal about it. I was like, I'm ashamed of myself. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, tell no one. Oh my god, I was literally like, yeah, they almost got me. I was... That's a cult. That's a, we that's don't even call those cult. people. Literally. Get it, Liz? Opaque does not mean see-through. Did you think it did? <laughs> In fact, it quite literally means the opposite no, it of means see-through. Not see-through at all. Okay, I was always curious. Okay. So why my opaque tights were not giving see-through. <laughs> I've known this for a while, but someone was using the word opaque today and I was like... Opaque. And I knew. Now I know. I did not always know. I like Lord Opaque. I always get translucent and transparent mixed up, though. Transparent, you can see all the way through. Translucent, you can see some of the way through. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. I get those two mixed up. But I do like the word opaque. Opaque. I like opaque, too. I just, for the longest time, didn't know what it meant. It was confused about why my tights were so goddamn thick. <laughs> you buy fleece line tights. Like, why aren't these see-through? Literally! <laughs> I, would like, I would like to show a little leg. That's very funny. So, yeah. I think Opaque would be a pretty name. <laughs> Opake. Shut up. Opake! Opake. Get into this, it's time to spin the wheel. <laughs> okay. E beep boop boppy. Spelling! Okay, Angela, thoughts on spelling? I'm pretty decent. Okay. There, like, spelling. I like, I like spelling mistakes. I'm okay. a fan of people that sounded out, tried their best, and it's, like, funny. I like those, Defiantly. Like, I like those TikToks where, like, people are, like, the way my, like... Oh, yeah. Foreign mother spelled <laughs> like this. Like... <laughs> those are good. And not because I'm laughing at you because I think you're stupid, but I'm like, you sounded that shit out and I never would have thought of it like and that. You, yeah. And you, you got it across. I'm a fan of those. I'm a fan of misspelling. Honestly. Yeah. I like spelling a lot. Same with all linguistic shit. Are I'm, you good at spelling things out loud? Like, when someone's like, how do you spell, I really gotta, yeah. like, sometimes... I can spell out loud. Yeah. If I have well. to stop mid-word, it really fucks me up. Oh, yeah. You gotta just power through. Yeah. You can't stop. No. What, I look like a national spelling beast? 
Have you been in a smelling bee? A beehive? <sighs> I've been in one. I didn't win on a technicality, and I'm mad at it to this day. Makila and the bee. That movie was really sad. Yeah, I know. Like, horrifying. Was really it was branded as, like, a cute spelling movie. Literally, like, oh my god, Kiki Palmer tries her best. Meanwhile, PTSD, gunshots, systemic poverty. <laughs> Excuse me? What the fuck? <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Because <laughs> black people can never just exist and spell. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Uh, yeah, I was in one spelling bee <laughs> in middle school. What? You said it. <laughs> we'll credit it to me. I'm right and I should say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in one spelling bee and there was like a couple tryouts for it to get to the actual like regional. I just don't so like, I did get through the tryouts in middle school. I don't think that was ever presented to me as an option. Like a spelling bee. I think we only had like, I know you one learned year. extracurriculars. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like... I think they took us, like, out of class, though. They're like, do you oh, want to go try out for this spelling bee? That's me? crazy, because I yeah. feel like in movies and shows and whatever, it's always, like, the spelling bee. The spelling bee. And so I thought spelling bees were going to be a lot more prevalent. I only had it that, like, one year. And I do think there is, like, a, um, like a, a club aspect. You know how there's, like, <laughs> yeah. school volleyball and club volleyball. Like, it's, like, decathlon. Like, yeah, there are yeah. people who seek it out outside mm-hmm. of school, for sure. So I was only ever presented with it, like, one year I was in school. So I did have to do a couple, like, tryouts to get to the regional, whatever, in which I lost on a technicality. But I do remember in, like, the very first tryout, there was, like, 15 of us in a line on the wall in the cafeteria. And they just, like, went down there, like, spell this word. <laughs> and we were That's spelling. That's so funny. And this guy, his name was Matt. Uh, he was the only Asian person in the whole town, and he was adopted, so it was a poor Matt. Ugh. And he's gay now. Oh my god, poor Matt. Anyway. <laughs> he had a lot going on. He's him. gay. Poor Matt. I mean... Gay the, and Asian? The only gay Asian, and he's adopted, he, he doesn't even have other Asian people. A gay Asian? In a town with 3,000 people in Iowa? I mean, I'm so sorry to that man. And <laughs> they get to Matt, and his word is banana. That's mean, first of all. We were nine. And he said, Banana. B A N A N A N A N A N A N A N A N A N A Banana. Banana Banana And they said No Matt. If you add a few NAs, it's fun. Banana. If you add too many A's, banana. Is that the Batman song? Not the Batman, the Batman. (laughs) Did you? Megan, the Batman. (laughs) Robert, the Batman. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) Did you have, like, do you, I remember, I remember this kind of fondly. I remember practicing my spelling list with, like, my mom. And I was always good. Like, I never did bad on, like, my spelling tests. I do remember spelling tests. A little bit. Practicing a little bit. I, I've helped my cousins in recent years and studied with them before. Do you have any words that fuck you up consistently? Like that you spell wrong? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I've learned like tricks to remember most of the mm-hmm. ones that I have a hard time. Restaurant. Go. <laughs> Restaurant. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. Restaurant. Oh my god. Restaurant. I have to say it like that in my head. Okay. A stour. A stour yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Or, no, there is one. Let's get the bill. 
What is it? Proportion? Because it's pro-portion, not pro-portion. It's like P-R-O-P-O-R. Do you think that's like a typing error, though, or a spelling error? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you were writing it, would no, it I genuinely no, because I used to write on the board. When oh, I okay. Like, I genuinely like think it should be spelled differently. That one fucks you up. Yeah, I used to miss a lot of points because I would make a lot one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's an inside joke I have of myself that you know about. Is the everyone types definitely as defiantly online, which which drives is a, me insane. a running joke. They're like, I defiantly will never work at McDonald's. It's like, you defiantly won't. And so now I genuinely, like, I found myself doing a work email. I was like, I defiantly am available at that time on purpose because I'm like, in my head it's so funny that I'm like, defiantly. (laughs) It's so funny to me. (laughs) My best friend had a girlfriend who always said defiantly and she was a fucking idiot anyway, but like, Uh, that really tipped me over the edge anytime she would send me a screenshot. No. Not on purpose. Anytime she would send me a screenshot, I was like, bitch. And my my friend would be like, Okay, but that's not the point of this. That's not even how... I can't get past it. It doesn't even sound like there's an A in the word definitely. No! Yeah. Um, remember that one time you tried to check me by spelling my name wrong and then you spelled it right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Because there should be two N's. Which would be one N? Two N's feel slutty. My middle name is Lynn and it's spelled L-Y-N. And two N's feel slutty. I mean, that tracks. I'm a slut, but not because of the amount of ends in my name. I mean, it goes with the rest of your Billy personality. <laughs> now, Angela Lynn. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna tell me that you're going, you're gonna go on y'all gay and not bring out Angela Lynn. Get into this. Sorry, Danielle sent me some fuckery, my best friend, that her southern dad eats. It's called pear salad. It's a canned pear, mayo. Cheddar cheese and a cherry. I was like, is this a southern thing? So then we asked our friend Haley Jessica Austin. Her parents eat it too. <gasps> Mayonnaise? I'm about to send it to y'all gay and be like, y'all know about this? Y'all do this? Y'all disgusting? Oh my god, that's too much. I know. That sounds people put cheese on apple pie. People put like cheddar cheese on apple pie. <sighs> okay, mayonnaise and Cheese on I don't, a pear. I don't believe in mayonnaise or pears, honestly, or cherries. I like pears. You know what I fuck with a pear. You do. Angela just munched a pear like they're the queen of fucking Genovia. <laughs> like they're fucking Mia fucking Thermopolis over here. I like pears. Genovian pear head. And I always feel fancy when I eat pears. Pears and grapes. That's like my fancy fruit. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had never said that. You ever just watch things come out and you're like, go <laughs> again. Fancy fruit. I don't know if I have any fancy fruit. Well, Maybe if I'm eating a slippery mango. Ooh. Because they're slippery. I feel vulnerable. I put my hood up. Because of fancy fruit. Because of pears, bitch! <laughs> a royal never puts their hood up over pears. What are you? The royal of Genovia? You can't even be proud of your Genovian. I'm not a royal. I'm a billy. Not even proud of your Genovian heritage. If you want to try that pear mayo salad. I'm not going to shame you to your face. You should talk about me. If I do that... I mean, if it's going to cause you tears, okay. I'll do it behind your back. And you wonder why I'm distant. Fuck off. <laughs> what do you mean? 
What do you mean? Sheds tears. I'm fine. <laughs> Nothing's happening. L- little old me. Little old me. Uh, how do you feel about the national, like the national spelling bee? Like it's very intense, and people talk about it every year. I, I, I think it's a weird flex. <laughs> I, you know, it's like rote memorization of grammatical rules. The, exactly. Like it yeah. doesn't feel very like like a really special skill. Yeah. It, you know, it's something that can be learned. Just no. like anything. You're a person and you learned something. Good job. Now, the National Wordle Contest, bitch. Girl, what? I'll smoke y'all hoes. I don't know, but I want it to be a thing. Oh. I was takes, like, what? Because that takes skill. And I could do it. Wordle's fun. I know so many words. I like Wordle. Bitch, fuck off. I said you, what was the word? I said I liked Wordle. Okay, because I sent Angela a screenshot of my Quirtle, which is when you pay four Wordles simultaneously. It's amazing. And whatever the hell word I used, you were like, what? It was like, slit, slint. And you were like, why does that word exist? And I was like, I don't know, it's five letters. And you were like, but to what end? <laughs> I, I fully remember because I was like, damn, I don't you hate that words that. or what? No, okay, what I remember was you were bitching about Malik saying- That was a totally different day. This was like last week. Okay, I don't remember. Oh, I did say to what end about a word. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, damn. Well, I was like, why are there so many five-letter words or something? That's like, what you said. I was like, what? Why so many five-letter words? And I was like, you know what? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do like You're wordle. S- I just the word was slain. Oh yeah. And you were like, to what end? Okay. Mr. Wordle. I like slain as a word. I, I take it back. Well, you fully shat on my, I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of this Quirtle. And you were like, boo tomato. And I was like, damn, I guess. I, I was drinking Haterade that day. What's wrong with me? Slain's a good word. And I'm proud of you. This <laughs> current me is I'm proud of you. crackling up. Why do I send you so many emojis? Sometimes when I gotta find something that we've texted each other, oh bitch. Even if I like go straight to like links, it still takes forever. Good forking lork. Literally. We haven't even been texting lately. That's how much we haven't seen each other. Nah. Been avoiding you because you smell stinky. And your feet stink. I know. Anywho. Got more to say about spelling? Not really. I started a playlist on Spotify that's called Spelling Songs. It's all the songs where they spell things. Got like 15 right now. Glamorous. Mm-hmm. G-L-A-M-O. Mm-hmm. Oh. This shit is Bananas by Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. She's a banger. Mm-hmm. Too bad she sucks. So true. She's got some good music. Got a couple One Direction ones on there. What do you say he is an L-O-V-E? Oh. Well, if it, it was, was me. me. Mm-hmm. Then I would. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I am proud of my own spelling I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Rapping. She got her own house. She got her own car. Is that, um, Little John? I don't know. That- I was rapping it in the cadence of Little John. <laughs> <laughs> the Little John kids. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I did want to tell you. We'll wrap up with this guy. Uh, Circa second grade, we had a spelling test, mm-hmm. and I had just learned what uh, ditto marks are, or uh, some people call them chicken scratch. You, 
What? You know when, like, you write something and then you want to write the same thing below it, but you just do two lines? <laughs> no. You don't know Ditto Mark is? You do. No. Ditto Mark. Okay, that's what it's... I thought the lines were, like, you need to capitalize this or something. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah. Did you not know what it meant? I don't see it used very much, I don't think. Yeah, I think it is an older thing. You know, it's um, very specific. I, I know what it is. I didn't well, know it was called that exactly, but like I know what it does. It's called a ditto mark. Which or, makes sense, because like ditto. Yes, or some people say like chicken scratch. Uh, like a scratch mark. Anyway, if you don't know what it is, Google it. It's just uh, oh, it's a quotation. Yeah. Used to say, like, ditto the same thing that's written above this, right? Used to so, say, same, same. We had a second grade spelling test. There was, like, ten words. Yeah. And it was, there was always a theme. So the theme was, like, gerunds. So it was, like, calling, running, buying, and... Errands? No, gerunds. Gerunds, um, are the I-N-G. It's the linguistic term for an I-N-G. Not errands and genes? No, G-E-R-U-N-D-S. Gerund. Did they tell you it was gerund? Well, no, but I study language, so now I know what it's called. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. So, yes, that was a theme. I-N-G words, gerunds. And so it was like calling, running, buying, doing, talking. Fucking. And I had just licking, learned. Sucking. Trucking. Exactly. And I had just learned what a ditto mark was. And I was like, cool, you can do that all the time, even on tests. So I would say, calling. She, and you'll read out loud. So they calling. So I'd write C-A-L-L-I-N-G. The next one would be talking. T-A-L-K ditto mark for the I-N-G. And I did it for the rest of the fucking words. You're so funny. And I knew it was wrong, too. I remember doing it and being like, this is not how this, this thing works. But I know what it is. I'm like, I'm gonna. You were use like, it. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna flex the skill. <laughs> you were like, I get that everything ends in ing. I get I'm it. I'm not one of these dummies. I get what y'all are saying. I don't need. I'm with the program. My grandma taught me this fun thing. Called I think get with the program is such a funny saying. <laughs> I like that one. And my teacher had to be like, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> I see what you did. You shouldn't. Have. Imagine little, like, eight-year-old me being like, <laughs> I'm a genius. And you're like, well, you do- <sighs> I mean, I guess I can give you an A, but, like, I sh- really shouldn't. But And that's why you are the way you are, because she gave you that A. No one's ever told me no. And I should really. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, yeah, that's one of my favorite spelling memories. <laughs> my teacher being like, God, okay, well. Um, okay, bitch. <laughs> literally. Like, I feel like all your teachers just looked at you and were like, okay, bitch. Literally. Whatever. And if they didn't, I was like, I'll wear you down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Okay, final thoughts? None. I All the thoughts have been thought out loud. All the thoughts have been thunk. All the slaves have been slain. Slay. <laughs> okay, so. Thanks for following along. Make sure to download this podcast, follow and subscribe to us, and make sure to rate us whatever you are listening uh, you can also follow us on our Insta, Twitter, and TikTok at Nishity's Pod on all platforms. Please interact with our content. We know you love us. You just gotta show us in a, uh, you know, graphable way. We have a five star rating. 
because of the two on of us. Spotify. Period. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck anything else is doing, but I guess that's that counts for something. That's nice. Okay, the kick out Joe Rogan, put in us. You know what I mean? Like we're we're on our way. Okay. But yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I almost said love.